Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to cover when you have low PSI in your filter. I just recorded a podcast on high filter PSI, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about what happens when your filter PSI is low. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. And just to recap, your filter pressure is measured by the gauge on top of the filter. That's called the pressure gauge usually, and it usually indicates pressure from 0 to 60 pounds, and the PSI stands for pounds per square inch. So if you have really high PSI in your filter, you'll notice that the flow is slower, not a lot of suction, not a lot of return to the pool, and the pool's not being filtered well. With very low PSI, the same concept applies because there's not enough pressure in the filter to move the water. And so the same in the same regards with high PSI, very low PSI will also make your pool run poorly. So some of the causes of low PSI is air getting into the system, also something in the pool impeller, and also it could be just something wrong with the pump itself. So let me go over um, the first cause that is very common, and that's air getting into the system. And this could happen from a number of places. Uh, The most obvious place is in the intake or the discharge above the pump. This is a threaded fitting, so it's not actually... um, cemented in to the like a regular PVC pipe when you have a coupling or a union um, or an elbow you use uh, PVC cement and that gives it a very tight seal so in order to make the pumps replaceable the front and top have threaded fittings and so depending on the situation typically if the pool were to get low on water or if the pump basket were to get full of debris and it was getting really hot um, this this area where it threads in, the PVC pipe threaded in there will melt. You won't even see the melt because it'll be so um, small. And you may not even see water leaking from it. In some cases, you'll see water leaking from the discharge of the pump because there's a lot of pressure going there. So this definitely is one of the main areas where air gets into the system. And again, you may not even see a water leak, but air is getting in there. You'll notice that inside the pump pot, or the wet end, or where the pump basket sits, however you want to refer to it as, you'll see that the water is not fully up to the top of the clear lid. And this indicates that, of course, the flow is being restricted um, by the air getting in there. And so the water it can't, the pump can't pull the water completely from the skimmer or the main drain with the air in there, interfering with it. And that's why you have um, the air in there. It's also called... Uh, pump cavitation. You'll see the air and water mixed in there, a lot more air than water in some cases. So normally, typically your pump 
should fill complete should fill completely up to the top with water. There may be a small little air bubble in there, but nothing noticeable, and that means that you're getting the full suction. So the air leak is one um, thing that will cause your your filter gauge to record low PSI because it's not filling up totally with water and not pulling the water through the filter at a rapid pace. There are different ways to check to see if air is definitely getting in through those unions. My tr my trick or the way I do it is I tie grocery bags, the plastic bags you get at the grocery store, um, around the threaded part to see if the pump fills with water. I tie a bag on the top and sometimes I'll tie it on the front of the pump uh, right where it threads in and that will indicate and once I tie the bags on there tight, it'll seal it, and that'll indicate if air is getting in there or not. I've heard other people use shaving cream, or they'll put a garden hose over, they'll, they'll let a garden hose run over the pump lid, and if the pump fills up with water, then there's definitely air getting into the system. Um, also, you can burn incense, and then the smoke get pulled in to wherever air is getting pulled into the pump. So um, detecting it, you can do different ways of doing it, but typically... Once you find out you have an air leak at the threaded part of the pump, either the intake or the outlet on top of the pump, um, you definitely want to replumb that part, and that will solve the air leak problem. Another very common area where air gets into the pump is at the pumplet O-ring. If there's some dirt on there, or debris, or if the O-ring is worn out, um, definitely the lid won't sit on there properly, and air can get in there from the pumplet O-ring. So I suggest lubing up the O-ring really well, with some magic lube to see if it seals better or replace the o-ring so i usually start by replacing the pumplet o-ring and then i go from there since it's very affordable to do it's like four or five dollars or six dollars for the o-ring um, unless you have a larger pump then the price is of course higher but typically the o-ring is really inexpensive to replace and so i see if that solves the air leak and then i move on to see if there's a, a leak at the threaded part of the pump and then sometimes there's a leak, air leak at the Jandy valve. There's an O-ring in there also, and sometimes that lets air in there. So basically, air getting into the system will cause the pool to have low PSI or low filter pressure, and it's not going to circulate very well. And sometimes there's a problem with the pump itself, that the diffuser gets warped, or sometimes the impeller actually gets a little crack in it, and so the water's not being pulled properly into the pump itself. You'll see a lot of um, air, usually um, like a vortex or a lot of air bubbles in the pump lid if it is something internal with the pump itself, either a bad impeller or the diffuser has a problem. And also if there is a leak in the pump seal, this is the seal that's underneath the pump that um, keeps the motor and the pump wet area of the pump separated. And so if that seal starts to go bad, it also suck air in there and also cause the pump to actually lose some suction and there's also a gasket that goes around the pump usually where the seal plate is located and this also this uh, rubber o-ring or gasket can also um, get worn out and let air in and you'll notice water leaking in those cases if it's the housing gasket you'll notice water leaking from the side of the pump and if it's the pump seal on the bottom you'll notice water dripping on the bottom um, I notice that sometimes when the motor is getting really old and starting to burn out, it runs really hot and it also will um, melt the seal inside. And sometimes you won't even see the water leaking um, because it's so hot that the water doesn't have a chance to get out of there. So I've seen that happen also. So if a motor is making a lot of noise or if it's really hot to the touch, it could be a seal. The seal on there also could be damaged, letting air into the pump. 
So you can see there's a lot of ways for air to actually get into the system and this will of course cause the low PSI that you're experiencing. Another very common uh, problem that causes low PSI is when debris gets stuck into the impeller of the pump. A lot of times you'll see um, at your pump basket you'll see an area of debris that's stuck to the back of the pump basket right at where the impeller is at. A lot of times that part will crack and then debris will pass right into the impeller. Sometimes debris will pass right through the pump basket um, and clog up the impeller. St. Augustine grass is a very a big culprit of this. I have a lot of pumps that get clogged up when you have the St. Augustine grass get um, enters into the pool from the gardener or from whenever someone cuts the grass. And this definitely clogs up pump, the pump impeller very easily because it goes right through the pump basket. So one way to prevent things from clogging up the pump basket is to have a skimmer sock or filter saver in the skimmer basket itself. This acts as a preventative way to let so the small particle debris won't get into the pump basket. And if you have an automatic cleaner or a suction cleaner connected to your pool, you definitely want to have an inline canister um, with a fine mesh insert. The Pentair canister and the Hayward canister both have the fine mesh insert. So you want to use one of those two to prevent any debris from going into the pump. So typically to fix this problem, you take out the pump basket with the pool pump off, of course. And then you're going to either um, stick a screwdriver and try to spin the impeller to dislodge any debris. Um, on some occasions, you have to take the actual motor off to get to the impeller to clear the debris. But in most cases, you can actually just use a screwdriver and kind of spin the impeller with it. And then you're going to hear the pump start to gurgle. And that means whatever was blocking it has been dislodged and you can pull it out with your hands and get, get all that debris out of there. But very common for the impeller to be clogged up. You'll notice the PSI will be below 10. It'll be like 5 or 7. And that's a good indication that the impeller is clogged up with debris. And once you unclog the impeller, put the pump basket in, fill it with water, everything should run fine. You should see the PSI go back up to its normal clean level. It's also important to know where the clean PSI is, the starting PSI is on your filter. So after you clean your filter or backwash your sand filter, mark on the gauge with a sharpie. If you don't have a gauge, you can actually move the dial to mark the arrow, indicating the starting PSI. But you want to mark the starting PSI so you can tell when the PSI gets too low or too high, and that way you know when there's a problem with your filter. Um, you can usually hear debris in the impeller. Um, the pool will make a very, uh, the pump will make a very loud noise in some cases, and you can pretty much tell by just how you how the pump is sounding if there's something stuck inside the impeller, especially if it's a rock or a piece of a twig or something. But definitely check that pump basket for any holes in there for debris to pass through into the impeller itself. There's some pumps that are notorious for having debris wedged right in that area where the impeller is at, so the impeller may not even be clogged. But the pump basket may have debris right back there um, where the impeller sits in the pump. So the uh, Jandy pumps, some Pentair models have this problem where it seems all the debris is pulled right to where the impeller sits behind the pump basket. And this will slow down um, the flow. And of course if the pump basket itself is completely clogged up with debris, this will also cause low filter PSI because nothing is moving through that basket. The water can't go through the basket. So that's an obvious problem. I should mention it though in case um, you have a pump basket that's full of debris. Definitely that could be the problem. And then on the same respect, if you have a skimmer basket completely full of leaves and debris, a lot of times the, the pump can't pull the water 
effectively from the skimmer. So always check your skimmer basket, empty that out if you if it's full of debris, because this also will restrict the flow and cause a low PSI. And then last, there could be a blockage in the line causing low PSI. This could be a blockage in the cleaner line if you have an automatic cleaner connected to a side port or vacuum port. It could be a blockage at the Jandy valve. Very common for debris to get past the skimmer basket, especially if there's a lot of debris in your pool or the basket tips over or has a hole in it. This debris will go right where the Jandy valve gate is and it'll clog it up. So you can use a drain bladder. This is a device that you connect to a garden hose and it kind of expands and try to push the clog out. Sometimes you have to call a plumber or a pool service tech who has a CO2 tank and they can blow the line for you. Um, but sometimes debris getting into the pipes will actually stop the pool from priming properly, the pump from priming properly, and cause low filter PSI. You can pretty much tell when there's a clog in there. You'll probably know the situation. Either you'll notice the skimmer basket was tipped over, or if you're vacuuming the pool with your manual vacuum and you notice you lost suction, that means that you have something clogged in the line. So be very careful with the automatic cleaner to make sure you have an inline canister to prevent that line from being clogged. Also be careful with the skimmer basket. If the skimmer basket tends to float, put a large rock in there to hold it down. That way the debris won't bypass it. And if any of the baskets have holes in them, the skimmer basket or the pump basket, replace those to prevent any kind of clogs. So, so these are the most common causes of low filter pressure. There's a few more, but I think these cover most of the situations that you're going to run into out there when you notice that your filter PSI is low. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. If you're looking for more resources for your pool care, check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I have a lot of helpful web pages there, as well as an ebook available for $9.99. And if you do service for a living, definitely check out the coaching program. For $10 a month, you can text me. And for $20 a month, you can email me. Or email me. You can call me, actually. You can email me anytime, actually, if you have any questions and you're in the industry. You can email me at David at swimmingpoollearning.com, and I'll definitely answer your questions. I answer just about every email that I get, and so definitely send me your inquiries. Again, my email is david at swimmingpoollearning.com. To learn more about the coaching program, you can go to poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.